Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable with D'Angelo. I'm D'Angelo, and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through everything in pop culture that you love, the stuff that you're insatiable for, the stuff you find truly bingeable. Okay, you guys, she's back. She does hold the title of longest episode of Bald and Bingeable <laughs> from the past. And so, and it was one that we didn't even split up. We just dropped the whole entire thing on y'all. So that's probably going to happen again, but we will, we're going to keep ourselves under some like control here. But it is the very fabulous Bryn Mac. Hello. Hey, what's up? What's and, like, I do up? feel fabulous right now in my... This is another jumpsuit that my mom got me, my yellow jumpsuit and my glasses. Okay, you guys. So Bryn is from Who Invited Her, the podcast. And I don't know if you guys have been listening, but over Christmas, her mother, or was it Christmas or New Year's birthday? It was my birthday. Yeah, it was but her it, birthday it was yeah. where her mother did not listen to her about the gift that she wanted and decided to get her pajamas that could be used for like the maze runner or yes. <laughs> like um what was Brad it Ju- in six monkeys or yeah. like you know julianne moore's character in in um what is it the hunger games and the hunger oh, games. look at that, that you guys the, the neurons are firing tonight we're gonna get there <laughs> you guys tonight so i'm gonna try not to be like all over okay we are gonna be all over the map though when it comes to pop culture stuff we are gonna push the bravo stuff to like near the end because then I mean, we know how you guys are but we need to like talk about a few things um one of them being we got to see each other this past week. And so it's we one of the reasons why we like, we hung, wait, why I was like, oh my God, you have to come on the show this week. Um, we were both honored here yeah. in, in, in our little San Diego neighborhood of Hillcrest, the neighborhood, if you will. The Hillcrest honors, uh, they did their like little honorary kind of thing. And so, and they have like all these different categories and everything. And it's kind of like an extension because like the Nikki's no longer exist, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Nikki's no longer exist, and so one of our local couples here in San Diego, um, Rick and Benny, they have put together an Instagram account, and then what they've done is um, they've done these, like, service awards, like, in service, you know, and they do, they honor everything from, like, bar back to server to, we were up for fabulous event, Oso Susia, and and you guys were up for fabulous communicators over at Who Invited Her. Yeah, we were. It was very cool. Were you okay? So, like, the thing is, is like, okay, controversy aside and everything else, okay, we're going to be very candid on this episode. And we're probably going to have a lot of San Diego listeners because the two of us are actually yeah. on this one. So, I need to like watch myself and I don't want to like burn any bridges and whatnot. Okay. So, that being <laughs> said, <laughs> um, like last year, I remember like, or was it last year? Maybe even the year before, like when they first started these honors. Yeah. I think it was last year. And there was a lot of people being like butthurt, you know, and like a lot of, you know, drag performers and that sort of thing. And it was just kind of like, I didn't know what it was all about. And so I was just like, why are you guys all upset about an account that, you know, isn't an official Hillcrest account, blah, blah, blah. And then like things were like set straight, whatever, all that kind of stuff that kind of was out there. But the thing that is so commendable about those awards is number one, it got community out and together, which is very hard. On a Monday yes. night, on a Monday the night, Monday night, we were out. Yeah, no dress code. Everyone just showing up from tip to toe in whatever they felt like wearing. Mm-hmm. Well, and you guys, it was- it's also raining. 
absolutely yes. horribly in San Diego. We pay way too much for this kind of it weather. That's we are not exactly Pacific Northwest. We don't know what's happening. Yeah. But it was great because some people were in ball gowns and other people were in flannels. Mm -hmm. And it truly was like a mix, but everyone was having such a great time. And I, it was so nice to see. Mm -hmm. It was nice being an uptown tavern, except for they've outgrown it. They've now ha they have yes, outgrown the venue. And then <laughs> my only other like note is we need more sound. We need more speakers. Yeah. You just can't, you can't rely on this in-house sound anymore. You have to bring in other things because there's so yeah. many people in there that it was being drowned out. So we couldn't even hear. I missed our yep. category completely. Yeah. So did I, we missed ours. I mean, they called us and then by the time we could kind of make our way up there, it was done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it was wild too, because you and Tony and Eric, my co-host on who invited her are very tall people mm -hmm. and it was crowded <laughs> and you guys were hot. Like, you looked up, but you were also temperature wise. Very oh my high. God. It was ridiculous. Every, and like, I am a smaller person, so it was perfect temperature for me, but for you all, <laughs> I was, I felt so like. Well, we didn't know even what to wear. And the guys, I think yeah. all three of us had on jackets just because we didn't know what to oh, expect. Nice and yes. like, you know, there's like a step and repeat and whatnot. And the thing is, is in like, and we're up for like, oh, so sucia over here, like all things, you know, dirty bear, <laughs> like literally like our party. <laughs> And so, and it was like, I can't come in like no clothes and it was raining like crazy. And so I just wore like all black, but I was wearing like my very Billie Eilish pants and like, you yes. know, and I had this black shirt on, but then I was like, let me throw on this jacket, which I was pissed because I ruined, like I didn't ruin. I wore a label out. I have something to admit to. Oh my God. What? I stole an umbrella. Oh my God. <laughs> Somebody stole my umbrella. I kept looking. You saw that I kept on like looking around for my umbrella. Mm -hmm. It was like open umbrella night. It was like, well, the thing was, is you were walking in and there was nobody like really checking umbrellas. They were just like, here, give me yeah. your umbrella. And like, yes. they didn't want people walking around with umbrellas. Okay, well, you should have had a better system that you people were just taking umbrellas. And, and not like coat checking them. Mm -mm. I feel like what kind of an umbrella was it? Well, I was a smart person and I brought one of those $5 yes. um, New York City umbrellas because I have a ton of those ones that you yeah. just buy when it's raining and they will fall yeah. apart any minute. So the joke is on whoever took that umbrella. Exactly. <laughs> but but <laughs> it was raining so hard and I was like, I can't do this without something. And I wore a nice jacket like I was wearing a label. I think I was wearing Gucci or something. But like the thing is, it's like, but like, so I was like, okay grabbing this umbrella it's a black umbrella that i could say well, i mistaken for whatever but you guys aren't even checking him at this point and i'm yeah. so sad whatever i don't think it's bad karma because i think it was just kind of circular that night because somebody took mine so i think it was just going around and i mm -hmm. think it was like every <laughs> so the last person who left the bar was going with like she, a box yes, top every she <laughs> he them they for themselves mm -hmm. and like however you need because it was so odd too because i wore a big giant winter coat and then I got inside and it was so hot. So it felt so odd because I was carrying around this giant coat and everywhere I was like hitting people and they were like, mm -hmm. what are you doing with this giant coat? I'm like, people are like in ball gowns and in Gucci and I have like my giant snow coat. It needs to move. It needs to move to a bigger location with a, with yeah, a coat check. We, we need to go over to Rich's or Moe's or something nice. else next year or even like... Yeah. Well, even maybe even like the setup of the place, but I'm not complaining because the thing is, is it was great. So let's get back to like the good part of it was when we got our packets with the certificates, like the mayor <laughs> that was wild because 
I, you know, we were like so honored and we're like, this is so very cool. And we were just happy to be out. But then they were like, go get your packets. And initially I was like, I don't really, I'm not going to grab a packet. And then we got them and it was like the California assembly and the mayor and Tony and Eric and I each got our own. And then the podcast got one and I like showed it to Flynn, my daughter. And she was like, so impressed. She was like, mom, this is the most impressive thing you've ever done. The mayor. And I was like, it's wild. It's like real. It was like, it was very cool. It was absolutely wild. I was just like, um, and they're like, okay, so you guys, what we're talking about is we got these certificates, like the city of San Diego certificate of mayoral recognition and is hereby presented to Oso Susia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then fabulous event in recognition of your selection as a 2023 Hillcrest Honors Awardee. The city of San Diego commends you for your dedication to support of the LGBT community. So like, these are like official things, you guys, with like seals and whatnot. So like... Um, we got a recognition from our uh, councilman, Stephen Whitburn, here in town. And then what else here? The County of San Diego, Jordan Z. Marks, Recorder County Clerk, Certificate of Recognition, proudly presented to Oso Susia. Like, it's so funny <laughs> that it, like, Dirty Bear is being recognized, like, literally. It's This is wild. Like, being recognized. Who invited her? <laughs> yeah. Cool I think what happened last year was, like, people just didn't really understand but like this year you saw like how much effort they put into it and that's like a real thing to like go and, and get all these and like organize it in that way and it was so cool because I think it's not the way that they do it is like it's bar back it's a bartender it's body you know it's a bouncer so they have so many people that are active and out in the community mm-hmm. that it's nice to just have people be recognized for being com- committed way so it was like very cool to see like the breadth of work and then also how different the categories were and so it was it was so nice it was wild like it was just like it it was um it was kind of amazing and and uh there was a ton of work that that went into that and just to organize all those pieces and then put these packets together they had like a little will call that you can go pick them up which is something that if they would have told people in the very beginning i think a lot of people would have like jetted out of there really quickly Oh, you're right <laughs> yeah, people didn't realize that they were like no. they were wait they were waiting for the categories to be called and then it was like i think we missed our category oh they're all in the back we we're like what what all time? <laughs> like this whole time now a warning like it <laughs> very that okay so moving on from from our little awards and patting our backs okay but you guys do recognize i'm going to put information for oso susia's upcoming events inside of the um details here so we are in uh, San Diego this month on the 16th of February with Jay Fuse, one of Bit- Britney Spears' backup dancers. He danced with everybody that's been major, and um, he's now a DJ and knows his music and stuff. And so he's playing the White Party this year, oh, and we awesome. got him first. And um, the end of the month, we are going to be February 22nd. We're going to be at IBC. We're kicking it off on Thursday at the Barracks with DJ Taj from San Diego. So we're going to be out in Palm Springs. So we're expanding out there and keep your eyes peeled because we're going to be back in Palm Springs and San Diego again next month in March. It's all kinds of craziness, but find those details. Okay, enough of that ad. Let's get into other stuff. Something that's very important that has happened this week in the rap community. And I'm not talking about Megan and Nikki. I'm talking about drake and the oh and the snake and the d and the dick leak okay so (laughs) drake's dick leaked you guys (laughs) um around the world the dick leak 
It really does. But I kind of, I'm going to go with it. So a friend of mine was like actually texting me earlier today and he was like, is this real? So if you guys haven't seen this on X, a video is now going around slepcam.net or whatever it is. <laughs> so, but it's a video of a, of a guy, it's like a shaky camera. And then you see like a guy like, um, with his he's taking like a selfie video in a mirror and he's yeah. laid he's laid back in like a sweatshirt and it sounds like i've studied this but i've seen it like <laughs> times because everybody keeps sending it to me and mind. full dick out it's it's a it's a big dick it's not yeah. a thick dick but it's a big dick um, yeah. and it looks like drake sitting there and so everybody's been saying things but one of the things i saw today in page six was Drake has posted videos in his social media and everything else on his private jet before, and it's the same headboard in all of his wow. other pictures. So it's looking like this is like a real thing, guys. And then I also heard another rumor about Drake had said something to the effect of, um, I've never, I wasn't keeping uh, the world away from my dick. I was keeping my dick away from the world or something like that. <laughs> like, it's just like... So, so out there. So I think he's kind of embracing. I don't know if he leaked it, if somebody else did. It's a thing. I mean, I like, I guess more power to you. Well, like, he's got power. <laughs> I, he's got power. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like you, if this were a woman, I hate to like, I immediately jump to like feminism. Like if this were a woman, like remember when Kim Kardashian posted that picture for an Instagram? Mm-hmm. And people were like slut shaming her and it was like terrible. And it was like, you're a mother or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then this happens and everyone's like, go Drake. And I'm even I'm like, go Drake. Like, hey, if you want to show your dick to the world, like, that's great. I mean, give us a trigger warning. I just like, hope that he had the consent of like putting it out there. You know what I mean? That's my only thing is like, where I'm that hoping that 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 part is like, so then it doesn't feel like, ugh, you know, that would be truly terrible. Okay. Because I mean, yeah. Who like when you like I I feel like we should be trusting each other. If you're boning and you are close enough to someone that they're sending you something like that, if it was solicited, then you should be keeping that keep it secret, keep it safe. Keep your face out of it. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing that all women have learned and yeah, it's, it's keep your face out of it. So I was like, look, when I had when I had looked it up the one day and it was like the comments were wild on X, uh, formerly the artist known as Twitter.com. But like <laughs> the like people are like, this is why Nikki was saying that she wishes that she could have this moment for life. Like, <laughs> we're oh my God, that's that. <laughs> like all these these like just random people how to find Drake video online X Twitter. Like there's just like. Yeah random things that are out there but this is like something that i guess people are and now people are like doing all kinds of video meme -y kind of things with yeah it. i mean like the contents <laughs> <laughs> i have not seen that one <laughs> the dragon it's a, it's a dragon from like what is it um, the, the, the magic, magic school bus the magic school bus and he's pulling something out of his pouch that looks like a dick and they're saying that it's uh drake but anyways you guys can search for these things i mean it says nobody <laughs> dot 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 and then it says drake and then it's somebody holding a churro like yeah. off to the side anyways so this is out there look for it if you are into that sort of thing and if you're not then don't look for it it's just this yeah, is something exactly. that's out there so we're talking pop culture speaking of pop culture another major thing this week i finally have caught up um 
and uh, we can talk about the first two episodes. So I don't want to make sure that everybody knows. But Capote and the Swans, have you watched any of the feud? I have not watched it yet. Okay. But I'm deeply invested in this story. As it's, I, yeah. It's going to be good. Um, It's good. I've watched two episodes so far. Um, Just like little recap. Have you read Capote and the Swans? Or yes. have you read, yeah. read that whole yes. thing? Okay. Yes, I've read the so article if, stuff. Yeah. Okay, great. So if you're like versed in it. So the, those of you guys who are out there. So right now, Ryan Murphy has a new feud that's out there a la, you know, Bet and Joan and everything else that he's been putting these things out there. And this is nothing short of magical looking. It's gorgeous sets. It's delicious costuming, the wigs, the hair, makeup. Diane um, or Naomi Watts is also a producer on this. Oh, that's good. And so it's, she's had like a, a major touch and she's one of the main characters. She's ba she's Babe Bailey. In this. The women see I've and I've read a doc like a, a biography on Baby Lee and I watched a documentary on her and I find her fascinating. Mm -hmm. uh, but the thing about like say what you will about Ryan Murphy, but he really is employing actresses and giving them meaty roles where like anyone else would be like, oh, it's a six year old woman, give it to Jennifer Lawrence. So can I give you a spoiler? Can I give you a spoiler? Of, of, a, yes. of a celebrity who's in this. Oh my God, yes. She she appears in the second episode. Okay, so you guys, it's Diane Lane. It's Naomi Watts. <gasps> we have- Demi uh, Moore. Demi Moore, Molly Ringwald, uh, Chloe Sevigny, and Tom Hollander is the one who's playing um, Capote and he's perfect yep. in the role. It's it's This is prime for him to be up for a ton of awards. And so let's see. I don't know if he's going to get a lot of them just because it's so early in the, like it's awards season yeah, yeah. now happening. So- and sometimes people with Ryan Murphy with the camp, they don't give it the credit that it's due. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's the thing is, is like, but this, it's got a little bit of the camp, but they're keeping it a little bit real. Um, but the person who appears, and so you guys, I'm going to spoil something right now. Trumba Capote's, um, oh, Calista Flockhart is in this as well. Calista um, Flockhart, I was going to say, I had such a crush on her. Yeah, Treat Williams is in this. It's his last role before he passed away, sadly. Oh. And so he actually, he plays Bill Paley. And uh, Russell Tovey is in this as John O'Shea, Capote's like partner, manager, yeah. et cetera. The one who, where we were watching and, and I'm watching with my partner and, and um, first episode happens. And the first episode is just like this wonderful episode. Of, it's wonderfully put together. And it kind of shows... Capote and uh, Babe's relationship, like those are the two who are the closest. And then it's giving all these different things about how she brought him into society and, and you know, the husbands and everything. They found him hysterical. And the thing was, is like, are you bringing Truman? And people thought it was Harry Truman, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was it was Truman Capote that, that you know, was, was his piece. But um, so it's like it's kind of following that story and how all the women's lives intersect with each other. And then. Um, they do a lot of time jumping back and forth. And so you do see the fallout of the feud. You know, we, we get into the meaty part of the feud and then they start going back into time. And so, so we can oh, see the relationships. Like, okay. Yeah. So then we see the relationships kind of get sewn together of who's close with who and those sorts of things. And it does some time jumping. It's fun. But in the second episode, you know, Truman is, um, Truman Capote is so, um, he's a drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he's and he's having his, you know, uh, what do you call them? His drunk visions. You know, he's dreaming. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Hallucinations and yeah. Yeah, hallucinations. That's the good word. Okay. 
So we got words tonight, you guys. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, Jessica Lang shows up. God, she's in this series, you guys. Jessica Lang is part of the series, and they didn't, they didn't, she's not on anything, and she's in this. So, that's your big spoiler is that if you are a Jessica Lang fan, she shows up in this. And so, it's not, it is an acting like tour de force with all these people in this. And it's like, I love it's just like all the actors, but it's so female focused and it's so women forward, and it gives them these like really dynamic roles. And so, like, I will always, always cherish ryan murphy for that like no matter what anyone else says it's like he is the fact that he's, he's bringing really molly ringwald back you know oh from my her god her busy um she she apparently um translates books from english to french <laughs> i know that she speaks french what that's a thing that that's she does a... apparently that's what she's doing right now is that that's like, like what... or as an occupation as an as her occupation like what she does you know kind of on the side or whatever but she's in this um and so far i don't think she's shown up to the point of where i've been watching but or they've just introduced her a little bit like in one of the dinner parties yeah. but so i'm waiting for them to get into like a middle meteor portion of like molly ringwald but it's so good um completely love it right to, now like, i have to i'm just gonna binge it one day when i'm like sad and alone and eating a burrito it well they dropped two episodes and it looks like they're gonna be dropping two more this week so i think they're doing oh that's perfect so which is really really nice okay i, I just lost that. my notes um okay my notes app you guys where i kind of keep where we're gonna be doing the show was transcribing a lot of what i have said recently so now i get to look through <laughs> my notes as we go into this <laughs> I absolutely love that. Sometimes I'll sit on something. You know how people will get a butt dial? They'll get mm -hmm. a butt voice memo from me. Where oh, it's dangerous. Just really like, it's so dangerous, but it's mostly just my work stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'll be like talking about someone. And I was like, you know, when we talk about performance, what we really need you to do. And like, <laughs> people will message me and they'll be like, wow, you were a bitch to someone at work today. <laughs> It's the worst. Well, I have this issue when it comes to like technology and like how your mind works is that I'll be working at my desk, you know, and I constantly have people coming into the office. Can I get an approval for this? Can I get this? You know what I mean? And I'm starting and I have to do my own work. So I'm like writing an email and somebody starts talking to me and I start transcribing the email. Yes! I'm writing what yes! I'm right, what I'm saying. And then I'm like, where was I? You know, and it's like in the middle of a thought. It's the worst. I do that all the time. Yes. Yeah, it's it's something. I think it's it's a talent. Um, speaking <laughs> of talent, here's our transition. The Grammys were this week. They were. It was a good show. I it I, was. Liked, I enjoyed it. Was it. Good. I liked it. Mm -hmm. I liked Miley. I'm a, like a huge Miley fan. Miley Cyrus really. She's the people's person. Like she's the she people's. She truly like, is. Truly. For su such like, a nepo baby. Who has everything in the world kind of like handed to her. Um, and she's done so much with it, you know? Yes. And so, and can you imagine being like, me, no, Cyrus or somebody else in that family? Yes. Yeah. Well, somehow to me, like still so likable. Like mm -hmm. when she was singing and she was like, why are you guys acting like you don't know this song? Mm-hmm. So from someone else, it would seem like conceited or like, you know, I'd feel a certain way about it. But when she does it, you're like, oh, Miley. Yeah. yeah we sing along, guys. Well, that's the thing, too, is is that um, Miley's also, she's said that she doesn't like touring. 
she doesn't really want she doesn't want to do it it's it's not fun to her and everything so she doesn't feel like she wants you so eventually she's going to hit us with something huge you know what i mean that's going to come yeah. down the pipeline at some point so she really hasn't performed flowers like live or anything exactly yes but she like knew the she knew the song with the back of her hand and yep. she was able to do those little ad libs and you know you know um and we and we fight yes we did and yes. You know, and now I'm I just won my first Grammy. Yeah, I just been yeah. like, come on, wearing Bob Mackie. Like she knew the assignment. Oh the crazy hair. So I I truly loved the outfit, but do you remember Sigourney Wiener? I said Wiener. Wiener. What's on my mind? <laughs> Sigourney Wiener. Sigourney Wiener. That would be my drag name, actually. I've just found it. Mm -hmm. So Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters when she turns into Zool. Okay, yes. Let me show you. I was I like, know exactly what you're talking about in the silver jumpsuit. Yes. I was like photoshopping it. So it's like a mixture of like this. Uh-huh. Yes, the half dress. Uh-huh. Yes, like like I because I was like trying to like I was like she looks like Zool. Like she looks like the the gate the key master. The she does a little bit. But at the same right. time she also looks a lot like Jane Fonda from the 80s. She does. That hair. Like that 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 aerobics hair. Yes, and her little dance moves with the, you guys obviously can't see me, but, like, she will have, like, the really choreographed little, like. Arm things, yeah. Yes. I was like, she, oh, this is, like, jazzercise. She made it work. Here's one of the cool things that I was, I had been reading, and I shared, like, a meme of it. This is the first time in Grammy history that all the televised awards were won by women. What? Every single award that was televised was won by women. Best new artist, best pop, best rock. Every single artist. I mean, boy genius. I mean, like every single one. How incredible That's is that? So, that is so cool. That is incredible. They've done away I with the whole best male like and a pop vocal, best female. I mean, it's it's now it's just period. So exactly. it's all out there. Um, I'm waiting to see, like, let's see, like, what of Beyonce's next year from Renaissance that when it yeah, fits exactly. into the category. Let's see what, what happens. But um I appreciated Taylor's Midnights, so I'm completely fine with it being album of the year it really was one of the albums of the year we were I, yeah and everyone that. it's like what else are you gonna do you know mm -hmm. like everyone is obsessed with it like it's I, just you know. it's it's good and the thing is is like she's a prolific little songwriter i love this whole it's, thing that people are saying that she's you know right wing coded and all this thing you know because oh my god travis is up for you know he's doing pfizer commercials everyone and, was know. saying that <laughs> and it's just all these little things and it's like you know what good like at this right. point and it's like you know it's great and the fact that like trump wants to take on the swifties let him let him let, let those him. let those little girls eat him up will that finally <laughs> be the undoing of trump like he can like sexually assault people he can lie he can, he can maybe that's the thing but it's pissing off swifties that finally brings him down like i'm totally fine with that i'm like i cool like i'm completely cool like let's see a january 6th where kids are exchanging <laughs> bracelets and putting gem hearts on their faces huh. and singing singing lover in a, in a circle like let's have them as the secret service they, they can surround the white house let's see those people those mega people try and get through the swifties apparently because this whole thing with taylor going um to the Super Bowl, you know, and so like yeah. this whole thing of like she's she's finishing her show in Tokyo, they like putting her on a plane, yes. and it's a, it's seventeen hours until like kickoff, and it's a twelve hour plane ride, and all these other things, you know. So like that, you know, from the time from point A to point B, 
And there's even been like proclamations in Japan that she'll be, that she'll be fine. Yes. yes, the council at like Yeah. It, we know that this girl doesn't fly private or doesn't fly, you know, like, that doesn't yeah, exactly. doesn't fly commercial. So it's it's always gonna be a private jet. But at the same time, when you think about it, that's a billion dollars in a Delta seat. It's not happening, guys. We're not putting a billion dollars in a Delta plane. It's like she's worth a billion dollars. She's worth a billion dollars. She's like, a product. She is not just a person. Also, she wouldn't. <laughs> this and this is the old, the other thing that I get. Like, could you imagine Taylor Swift even trying to go through the airport like that, or like being on a Delta flight? Just everything like, it about a it. Danger. It's a national security issue. Like, there is no way for everyone's safety. Everything about it. It just, it's just, it's just this is this is this is the life now. But um, I was seeing that Taylor Swift's camp apparently is suing a college student That's, for yeah. uh because they don't want them doing a flight tracker of her plane going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I completely get I it. I get it. It's, it's scary. Like, it's not, I get it. It's, scary there's pirates i mean there's all kinds of weird things but then at the same time this girl is dealing with a stalker outside of her new york city home who has been like in the house yes like come on like i get it if there's anything like i don't you know when she targets like the etsy shops or whatever it's like okay mm -hmm. fuck that but when it comes to her safety like no absolutely like she is not santa claus okay we she is a billion dollars in red lipstick yes exactly <laughs> Like that's a billion yeah. dollars in red lips. Like that's it. She's, she's also a human person. Mm -hmm. And like that is scary. If you were to tell me, like nobody gives a shit about me or where I'm at. But if you were to tell me that my ex-husband was like tracking my <laughs> he had like built a tracker, I'd be like, no, we're not doing that. Well, anybody. The thing is, is like if you're yeah. not giving that information out there, it's not live aid with the Concord, you know what I mean? With Phil Collins going back and forth. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like it's not, it's not that. We're not, we don't need to keep track of where she is. Let's just pray that she makes it and like that she's safe. But like, ugh, it's just, it's such craziness. But let's hope that the Swifties take on the whole MAGA situation and like God. That would uh, and, probably truly be the only way. And I can't wait till she endorses, you know, whoever she's Biden. supposed to endorse. <laughs> yeah, she'll endorse Biden. They, I saw this like whole thing about it. But well, it's uh, the ne the Netflix documentary or the documentary yeah. was on Netflix. You know, the, there's even a portion of that when she's like, I can't just sit back and say nothing. You know, this is what happened in 2016. So in 20, you know, for the for the for the election, she was like, I need to you know, say something. And they were like, we got to beef up security. <laughs> like they already know. So they know. They know. They know that there's things that are out there. And like, this is, she's such a big, you know, figure out there. Um, other things from the Grammys. Did you um, do a Lipa? She did it right. Really? Like when did she, she learn how to dance? Job. I think it, she learned. She, she learned, learned dance. That, she learned her lesson. She that danced with Fantasia. Yeah. <laughs> So Fantasia yeah, does Roland, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, exactly. Okay, and, yeah. Okay, Oprah looks incredible. Oh Are my god, mean? yes. Oprah, like Oprah wearing the long hair, the Kyle Richards hair. Like, what is yes. going on? Like Oprah, the Ozempic is working. Yes. The okay. Ozempic. And I am completely like a fan of Ozempic. If you need Ozempic, be on Ozempic. If you don't need Ozempic and you just want to feel skinny, be on Ozempic. I, who cares? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, do you? And the thing is, is, and if this woman, another woman who's worth a billion dollars, <laughs> has done everything else in the world and is doing Ozempic and is finding it, um, sign up, sign up. Yes. 
Here's the one thing that you cannot say that Oprah has not tried. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot say that she is like taking the lazy way out. Oh, exactly. We have all seen Oprah try. So let her do what she wants now. Do you remember when she wheeled the fat out on the wheelbarrow? Yes, when we were I, kids. That traumatized me. <laughs> I like, thought really? it was amazing as a kid. I was just like, I was like, as like a young woman, I was like, this is not the message we want. Even then, as a child. <laughs> Like, she had like she i remember she came out she had like this big ass belt and like and it was like this little tiny waist and it was like oprah's what like it was just, <laughs> it was it was life for me um i'm just trying to think of other things in my head right now from i know the... we're gonna do this later the crush or whatever mm-hmm. but part of the grammys is part of my crush oh really so we'll talk we can talk about it later when we do it so Okay, so we'll, well, that's a deep tease, you guys. So we're gonna get back yeah, into yeah, that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else Grammy wise that I really want to talk about. Trevor Noah did a great job at showing what a yes. host can really do. It was and great like that not he was being mean and yeah. It's not even not being mean. It was actually telling funny jokes. His jokes yes, about yeah, Taylor right. actually they worked. They resonated because they were funny. You know and what I mean? Funny. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't just like a meme that has been said over and over, like how Joe Coy did. You know? So I yeah, exactly. Joe Coy, poor guy, but I know playing stadiums. He's fine. Um, it's gonna okay. Be okay. Let's jump over to the traders. Let's talk about this. Yes, please. You guys, if you guys have not been watching the traders, it's on Peacock. Season one is out there. Just jump into season two. We're going to do some spoilers right now because I just, we're going to talk up. We're right now it's February 7th. So there'll be a new episode that'll drop on this thursday so we will talk yeah. up until that point wait which episode is that i gotta look real quick as we I, talk i'm looking um i've been absolutely obsessed with this show i have now consumed two seasons of traders uk and one oh. of the, yeah so once one season is on peacock you can watch traders uk on peacock season one girl watch it okay because i have not gone over to the uk oh the gameplay is so different because they're That's regular amazing. people and the whole uk thing is is that they really they f- find chums with each other like they really and their host oh, okay. is great too claudia wilkin wilkinstein i've seen like clips of the host mm-hmm. that she's, i like i know she's fabulous and she's like emotionally invested with them but um i'm like not opening the right apps here as we were talking but I've done that. So I've done I've done season one of that. And then I did season two of Austra- of Traders UK. You know how okay. I did this? How? I had to text one of my friends and figure out how do VPNs work. So then I can watch oh it. Oh my God. V- so you got to get the VPN. Yep. BBC.UK. Yeah. Got in there yep. with a VPN. Said, yes, I have a television license. And I watched yep, the shit 100%. out of those. <laughs> And so it was so good. But that is like my other like new favorite show right now. Um, season two is up to see to episode six. So we're going to talk about ep- all the way up to episode six, you know, with no holes barred. Um, the uh, and then I've also jumped over to Traders Australia. OK, Traders oh. Australia, Traders Australia season one is on um peacock as well so here's my question for you before you start watching traders you like if you want to just jump in anywhere i would say traders uk season one is better than us for season one okay oh, well wow. okay so i've seen season one of us so it's better okay i'm into that way better 
now the other oh my god i have my phone is like making the, the traders turned on on my phone i don't know if you guys can hear that <laughs> sorry i was so distracted there okay so um so season one of UK is great and it shows how the game can really be played. Oh, no. It's almost like the season two people watch season one of UK and they figured out better stuff. And, it, up. Yeah. and they're inside the same castle in Scotland. Ooh, okay. And a lot of the challenges are the same from UK and oh, US okay. Okay. has the same, has the same kind of challenges. So like That's season good. two yeah. of UK is already over. And so I know some of the challenges that are coming up on the American now because I've watched them in the UK, okay. but I don't know about who's playing them because we haven't seen those episodes yet. Now, Australia is brutal. I bet, dude, it that is. land down under, they are, everything is wilder there. They aren't celebrities they aren't like in the uk it feels like everybody's there to kind of get a little bit famous and money whereas us is like we want to be a model and money and australia is like we got a plumber and he wants to take that you know hundred thousand dollars home and australia australia they go up to four traders oh wow and they eat each other alive the traders eat each other and they eat up the the faithful oh, at the same wow. time. Wild. Fuck. It's it's so good. I would say that if you were oh, and you're a feminist, I'm yes. just watch season okay, one of it. Australia and then go back to and then and then season one of UK will feel like feel good TV. <laughs> but yeah, like you like in season one of UK, they get emotionally invested that the traders start to crumble under the pressure of being mean to people that they're just like i'm being deceitful and i'm killing people's dreams and you can see that take the toll on them in australia mm -mm. like dude i had to fight a fucking wallaby and then wade across a crocodile river to get here i don't give a fuck about being mean to you the girls are vicious and the thing is is there's always in some in australia there's always somebody missing a limb of some sort there's always like it is terrible (laughs) so funny but like it's wild, okay? Like, like, the thing is, it's like, it's just, it's a whole thing. But watch it. The season, And I'm right now watching season two of Australia because I have another friend who I've gotten to their Plex account. And so uh, yes. it's sickness, okay? It's a full-on oh, traders. Because oh you don't have to, like, really watch it. You can just have it on the background. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's the best. So let's yeah. get into season two of Traders, okay. what's going on right now. Um, Dan versus Phaedra is Oh my god. So Phaedra, like her comeback is wild to me. (laughs) Because she fully, when she left Real Housewives of Atlanta, and like this season is like so exciting to me because you know, I generally I was like, I don't know how I'll feel about all celebrity casts, Mm -hmm. but every so many people from Bravo are on it. Then I'm just like, I can't not love it. It's like, and, but it's, it's like a house of villains though at the same time. Yes, exactly. You're right. It is like a house of villains because mm-hmm. even the faithful are fucking villains. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you have like Janelle and the faithful and you have like, you know, you have, you have these like people who are kind of heels. The only one who doesn't make sense is the politician, John, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like the lead of the house of <laughs> commons. And it's just kind of like, what is this guy doing here? Except when he did 
in like this past week, we're jumping all around you guys. We aren't doing recaps. We're just talking. Um, in this past week, so Dan goes in in the round table and he already knows his back is up against the wall. He tried like Peter caught him up. So um, you guys real quickly, if you aren't watching the show, what's happened so far in the show is that one of the bachelor, Peter it is um, smart and we didn't know that he was smart. And yeah. so it's very, very he shocking. does not look smart. It doesn't. He's cute. And like and he just has like one of those like vacant looks on his face when he smiles. Yeah. But he's thinking and he's gathering information. And so when the trader, when when the faithful and everybody, you know, they're all together and they compete in these things. Well, the people who were in the outdoors um, of the of this one challenge, they all had an opportunity to there were six of them and they had an opportunity to get a shield to protect themselves for the evening. Well, those people, when they got back, they didn't tell everybody who was outside of the um, yeah. who was on the inside, I'm sorry, the people who are the outside people, when they came back inside, they didn't say which one of them got the shields. They just said, you know, yeah, we found the shields. So then Peter goes and he tells um, CT, Parvati, and Dan alone, He he's talking to them and he says, um, so tonight, you know, I have the shield. And so they think that he's safe. And so they have a feeling that he's basically so now two of the traders, Parvati and Dan, know that they think that they know that Peter has the shield. So Bergie has been making attempts at, you know, Dan's life essentially yeah. in the game. And yeah. so that night, the traders, when they get together, they decide they're going to kill Bergie. The next morning, they're waiting for everybody to come through the door and Bergie walks in because he's had a shield. And so... Yeah. Now Peter's taking a look and CT isn't having any reaction. He's just eating whatever. It's not like, you know, it's a shock. Yeah, he's like, he was very good. Yeah. But Parvati had a look and so did Dan. And Dan was really stuck on stupid in that moment. So now fast forward, everything has happened for the day. And but now. That was so fucking smart. It was so. And it was. Genius. Putting his neck out a little bit that they would believe him. But I was like, this is, this is gameplay. Like this truly, yes. Okay, mm -hmm. keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he really, he, I mean, he got in there. And so so this way he knows that, okay, this is what's happening. So now he's convinced that Dan is a traitor. And he's pretty sure that Parvati is. And he doesn't think CT is at this point. So he's now told everybody this. It's all the proof is in the pudding. And they're at the round table. And Dan knows his back is up against the wall. And they're basically like, he's not played a great game because he's not been in the in the mix. He hasn't been talking. He's just been sitting back the whole time while people say yeah. things. And the whole thing is, is like when you're in these social situations, you should be talking about like, I think so-and-so is a traitor. You have, or, yes. or you participate in the conversation. You don't have to start it, but you should at least jump in and say something, add pile on or take a brick off. You know what I mean? But yeah. he's never yeah. has an opinion anywhere. And so it's kind of raising the red flag. So in this round table, he goes through, we're getting back to John. I, I know we're going to get yeah, back yeah, to yeah. you guys. This is very, very yeah, circular. Yeah, yeah. So we are, um, Dan is in this round table and he decides instead of throwing Parvati under the bus, him and Parvati had this whole thing that they were going to do this to Phaedra at some point. Well, he's now going to dangle another trader in front of them to take this bait, leave me in, you know, is yeah. essentially what he's doing. But at the same time, they don't know if he's just talking game because he 
is really talking about another trader or is he just trying to save his own ass because he could have picked anybody there and try to pile on. So he goes through and gives all these reasons why Fader is a trader because she voted Ekansu and Ekansu died the next day. And, that, you know, she hasn't um, she's she's a big player and she makes all these, you know, she she's loud and everything else. I do too much because you do too little. Oh, it's so good when Fader <laughs> says that when she, she, when she tells him, you know, you, you yeah, I you think I do too much. That's because you do too little. But um, he makes this whole case against Phaedra and then she comes back and eviscerates him. Like she just, okay, okay, okay. And then she comes back and she's a lawyer. So she knows how to like, stack everything. That she's a lawyer. Also, she was on the Real House of Atlanta, which is one of the most cutthroat, um, like smart, smart cast. Smart. And also, like their wordplay and their ability to speak, like they are all so quick. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you're on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, like you're speaking and you're speaking quickly and you're getting jobs in. So, like, she's prepared for this. And I mean, like, she had like all the amazing lines, like, this isn't the bachelor, so I don't have to kiss your ass for a rose. Mm -hmm. And it's also the way that she speaks because she's saying the most annihilating things, but her voice is still so sweet and she doesn't raise it. And she's like, she just articulates. She keeps it at the same level, but she's saying things that are like would burn your house down. It's like five minutes of saying, oh, bless your heart. You yes, I mean? exactly. It's that it's that exactly. Southern, it's that Southern bell beautiful like she looks gorgeous not a hair out of place she's all i mean like that's the thing too is like do they have glam back at back at their places I, she looks she always looks <laughs> like, so good <laughs> she looks she looks amazing but so in this conversation so when they go around and they're like okay so who did you vote for you know and as the people are going through well when john the politician he has this whole soliloquy about how, you know, people who are have done something wrong should be banished. And this is why, <laughs> because you, sir, have not played a great game. I and mean, like has this whole long thing. And it was oh, like, oh, look sir. at this one trying to be Alan Cumming. Exactly. <laughs> like, that is what it felt like. He threw his cape on and was like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm playing this game. Like John, John is in there. Okay. So where we are right now. So they did vote out Dan. And then we have Parvati and Fader. They go back to the turret to basically discuss like what they're going to do. And then Alan comes in and tells them, you guys have an option. You guys can kill somebody tonight or you can recruit a traitor. And Parvati does the smart thing of I need to pull the guy who is so who's gunning for me the hardest. I need to pull him onto my side. So she's yep. now going to they they invite Peter and that's where it drops. Do you think Peter takes it? And what do you think, think? What are your thoughts about that? So here is my thing: is that normally, if that hadn't happened, you know, if he hadn't done the shield thing and sort of like shown how good he is at gameplay, mm -hmm. because up until then we we thought he's just like whatever, like you know, and then he sort of like people are like respecting him and seeing how good he is. I think he he would have accepted, but now I think he's too high profile. Yeah, you think he's just such that he's such he's everybody knows he's a faithful, which is why the genius thing is that like if he's playing for himself, 
You know what I mean? Like if he yeah. doesn't have a concern about being a team player and everything, because when you think about it at the end of the day, they make $150,000 or you have to split it between four people or three people, whoever's left at yeah. the very end, as long as you don't have a trader inside your camp. Yeah. And, but if you're a trader, usually you're taking that whole pot home unless you have yeah. another trader in that last final round. Exactly. And so, and statistically as somebody who is now a trader's <laughs> Wikipedia not. <laughs> I will be writing the Wikipedia page pretty soon. Um, when traders win, they win solo. And when faithful win, they win together. It's never one versus yes, one. It feels exactly. Like. And yeah. so the um this whole thing with uh what do you call it? With Peter, you know, if he takes it, if Peter decides to become a trader, it's kind of the perfect game for him. But his yeah. But his big move is he's got to get poverty out. So his first thing, as soon as he jumps into that turret, is that he has to be like, great, I'm with you guys, everything else. And then he's got to pull Phaedra aside and say, hey, she's got too much heat on her. We got to cut her free. Yes. The moment, So then he votes her out in the first one. So then he still looks like a faithful who has voted out a traitor. And there's nobody would ever suspect that he's become a traitor halfway through. Yeah. He's got to, no, he's got to take poverty out. That's the only way that he wins as a, as a traitor. Exactly. I honestly don't think that there's any way for him to win now because his profile has been raised so high. Yeah. Usually when players are so, are so bright that they shine, they shine that brightest. They usually they're out and then it's usually You're on everyone's radar. Yeah, and that's why I'm like wondering: Is John gonna win this whole thing, or I'm sure. is Sheree? Because Sheree, does she know that she's <laughs> does she know that she's on a game show? I don't think she does. I think <laughs> she thinks she's on a vacation. She's in Chateau <laughs> Sheree in Scotland. She's just like, well, I'm here because uh, they were doing stuff at my house, and um, yeah, so <laughs> that's why I decided to sign up for this show. Uh, yeah. And. <laughs> I voted for you, John, because I didn't know what else to do today. Yeah. <laughs> like, you exactly. know, like, like, she like literally voted yeah. for John because she didn't, didn't know, what, know else. what else to do. Because uh, I haven't thought about this. So um, that's it. <laughs> so I'm working on my joggers. I'm trying to get my website up. Oh. My website's crashing. I'm trying to get it. <laughs> I wasn't sure I wanted Kate Chastain back until Jeez. in that until that round table. And it was like, oh, she's she's locked in and loaded. She's ready to play the game again. Yep. Exactly. That's what I think. Like, I I just wanted her back for the outfits. Mm -hmm. Truly, I was like her outfit. She's an so agent of chaos. When like in the first season, when she was throwing all those barrels over, she's like, I don't give a shit about this anymore. I'm cold. Like, I know I'm not gonna win. I'm just here to fuck with everyone. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god. And like, she's quick too. She like, she and Phaedra are both like they can go back and forth, and they're good on their feet. Mm -hmm. So like that's where you get like that's where you get the Bravo quips, you know. Well, I'm waiting for when is that thing between her and Kevin gonna really erupt because it started just at that very first time when they brought her in. He's he's like, you're not paying attention. She was like, I get it. You don't like her, so you'd want her to go. Okay, she thinks she she thinks she's a traitor. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, distill something. So she was like, Yeah, I see it. Okay, I get it. She was like, You're cut off. Um, I did feel bad about them i've never felt bad for this person in my whole life but tamra when they kicked her yeah. off tammy yeah. sue crying made me like oh this woman really wanted to play this game <laughs> you did because you know what else? i yeah she i absolutely absolutely 
hated her during mm-hmm. the last season of Orange County. I think she ruined it. I think she came in it, so hot. She came in so too hot, and hot. it didn't make any sense. And she was just aiming at everything and like you know lying so blatantly. But then it's like if you're gonna produce or whatever, do it like Kyle. Do it in a subtle way. Mm-hmm. But it was so obvious what she was trying to do. So then you start to get frustrated because you're like, no, I want you to get the fucking blame because you're starting all this shit. And like, she's so self-righteous. And then in this show, it was like, when we get just that much of Tammy Sue, you like her. And the fact that like yes. the little things that in as a person myself, like when Kevin was chewing and he would be chewing yes. with his mouth <laughs> open, she's the only one, batch. why are you chewing like that? It's like my cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she just thought she just is, you know. Like she's just like yes, like truly. Just I would say like, something to my cats if they if they chewed like that. I can't. Like <laughs> just like no, like she will say anything to anyone. Like no filter, so aggressive. So yeah, it's like microdosing Tamara is fine. Like I hated her. I didn't think I, when I. I just didn't want my housewives to go so fast, and it's like yes. they got rid of Larsa first. Larsa, I was so was smart I, as fuck. Larsa, so she smart. Was, she was so smart. We didn't know that yes. this was in her. And I'm deep in Miami right now. And I don't care. Like, I'm totally a Larsa apologist. Like, I love her. And I, mm-hmm. like, I love her and Marcus together. I love their relationship. I love that they went on Traders together. I do love you, Do you watch, uh, do you listen to, wa- to Watch What Crappens? Do you listen to them? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they do the Larsa voice, like, oh, I don't yeah. know, like, if it's like. And that's how I think that she talks, even though she doesn't talk like that, really. But it's, it's just yes. It's it's how she like, talks in my head. Like like I think Dan is a traitor. Like and <laughs> <laughs> it's that's like all I, I think. My, um, my George H W Bush impression. It's not actually that. It's just um, Dana Carvey doing it. Or we do this on um, Who Invited Her. Is I'll do my share, but it's not actually share. It's Trixie Mattel doing share. Mm-hmm. So my, I, it's my impression of Trixie Michelle doing an impression of Cher. So oh. it's like that's just what happens. Oh, get out of here, bitch! <laughs> like it's like it doesn't sound anything like her, but like yes, that in your head. But I mean, like I, I love her relationship with Marcus. I was so sad when Marcus left. Like I know they can't be apart. She threw him a welcome back party. He was gone for two days. Five days. Five days. Five days. He's okay. gone for five days. Long <laughs> time. Like he is registered on Amazon, like (laughs) (laughs) so. But the thing was, is she was on to Dan first. She was the first one who was like, like I think Dan is a like traitor, like (laughs) because like he just like looks around like everything and doesn't talk. She's watching. Mm -hmm. She's like a people watcher. Yeah, and she also the housewives push people though to talk because yes. that's the thing is is that they know that like they're making a tv show so they know that they have to just keep things going that's the other thing is like they have that training mm-hmm. unlike you know like the bachelor or big brother or wherever the fuck the other ones are from. Mm-hmm. So they understand that like we are making television that's why yeah. they're good with the one-liners that's why they're good at pushing things forward because generally if someone's like i don't want to talk about it they'd be like sure but on a real housewives is like well we gotta talk about it okay? well dan dan's, it. dan's big brother ass did not know what it was oh, to go against a real housewife and then so the fact that you went against a lawyer who is paid to sit and wait 
for her turn to talk. Like yes, she exactly. she has to wait. So she is stacking her her conversation in her head and she is yep. going to it's just going to come out like a Pez dispenser. It's just like one exactly. thing after the next is just going to keep coming out that neck. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> OK, any other things that you want to talk about before we move on to our next subject from traders? Is there any like other points that we want to drive home? No, I'm just like I love Alan Cummings and I love his outfits, too. Who do you and feel just... like is going to be like our um? Who do you, our last three? Who do you who who are you gonna put out there? So I'm gonna say Phaedra, mm-hmm. and then like, gosh, I really hope it's Kate. Like, I hope that Kate would be just, fun. That would be fun. I feel and like then, it's gonna be yeah. And then who's your last? You, I was like, hey, who else? I don't even care about anyone. <laughs> I have a feeling like Kate and John. John, yeah, yeah, and Trishel. <gasps> She's all of a sudden surprising yeah. us. That like you've always think that Trishel's an idiot because of her season of 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 real world when she Vegas. was just that young girl who was just in love with that boy and just what? would do anything for him. And so she's always been kind of, I think we put her on that back shelf. And then now she's like out here in the trader's castle and you're <laughs> like you, she's dressed like an American doll girl. Yeah. Is, she is <laughs> truly, like American girl I, doll. Truly. I'm like, what is happening? Like when I first saw her in the in the beret. Like, Who is in the beret? <laughs> like, is this someone from like Big Brother France? <laughs> like, Quebec? She's like, like she's like she's oh. wearing the whole fall line for American Girl dolls, you guys. Oh, That's what gosh, she's wearing. Gosh. Every <laughs> like, like every day she comes yeah. in a new beret with a matching yeah. something. It's exactly. just but the way that she's stacking things, I have a feeling that if she can rally people behind her, she's it's just, just feeling because she's not loud. And it's those quiet ones that you got to watch out for near the end. And there's something about that politician that if he doesn't get taken out in the next two weeks, because he's a they, he's a what yeah. what they will do. OK, maybe I'm, I'm going to say this right now. John won't. I have a feeling in the next two weeks. John is going to be murdered in the middle of the night because it'll throw the scent off of oh, off what's of... going on. There's yeah. usually that happens in the traders where they kill somebody who has it's just to shake things up. It it's like yeah. it's it's a red herring. It just it's we need to throw something out there just to, you know, because everybody's got heat on them for kind of being a trader. So they yeah, kill exactly. somebody who kill somebody who's completely innocent. So I have a feeling that happens. Um, okay. Vanderpump rules, it is back back okay you guys we knew we were gonna do it we went like an hour 45 so you guys can find the rest of this conversation on the podcast main timeline just bounce on over there and we continue this conversation with more bravo and uh more details and our crushes and all those kind of things i want to thank bryn mack for coming on in from who invited her underscore podcast you guys can find that over on instagram find her at a real bryn mack on instagram all that can be found in the show notes along with those ososusia tickets love you guys so much and good night from the lower level good night from the lower level Go to the second part of this conversation right now. It's on the timeline. Seriously, go. What are you doing? Go.